0: Hi there, this is Luke Eccles from Fantasy Bro Sports coming at you with our fantasy football podcast and video. Thank you all for joining. Today we're going to go over the tight end rankings for the upcoming 2018 fantasy football season. Uh, before we get into the tight end rankings, I'm going to go through a little bit of preseason uh, week one Recap, Uh, I haven't got a chance to watch all the games, uh, but I will comment and, you know, took a few things away from the games that I did review. So the first game I reviewed was the Cleveland and New York Giants game. Uh, The first thing I'll take out of that is Saquon Barkley, right where, you know, I have him. I got him number three overall. I felt like I was pretty high on him. Um, compared to some of the other analysts uh, coming out of the preseason. And he looked apart, had a big run, got out of there. I mean, from the Giants' perspective, once again, Eli didn't seem like he had too much time to make plays downfield. So hopefully their offensive line can get better and give Eli a little bit of time to start pushing the ball down the field a little more to give Saquon Barkley the scoring chances that – will ultimately make him that number one overall running back if that's in the cards for him this year. Um, And the other thing on the other side of the ball, Cleveland Browns, their quarterback situation looks legit. You know, obviously uh, week one of the preseason, you know, a lot different than the regular season. But for the most part, I mean, Tyrod Taylor looked solid. Uh, Their offense looked legit with Todd Haley, their offensive coordinator. And then when Mayfield came in, I mean, he was flinging the ball all over the stadium. So, yeah, Cleveland right now, I mean, believe the hype there, Cleveland. They look legit. Uh, You know, the other takeaway from that game is definitely do not have to move Jarvis Landry up in my wide receiver rankings. I mean, between some of the plays he's been making on hard knocks and the week one preseason game the great play he made there definitely gonna move Landry up in my ranking so the next game I got a peek at is the Dallas San Francisco game uh, Dallas didn't really take too much out of uh, Michael Gallup their rookie wide receiver made a nice play in the end zone pass from Dak Prescott so definitely something something to keep an eye on I mean I think Gallup rookie wide receiver in Dallas a little Profile, high-profile player already, Um, but, you know, he's down low on, you know, ADP as far as round 9, round 10, definitely a sleeper, wide receiver. Don't know who's going to emerge there in Dallas as the number one target, so he'd be as good as any to uh, take a flyer on uh, down lower in the draft there, Michael Gallup. Uh, From the other side of the balls there, San Francisco is injuries. I mean, heck, they had several key players Their Starters go down early in the game, so that's never good. Uh, Never good to see injuries, uh, especially, you know, right off the bat in preseason. Definitely feel for those guys. But Matt Breida, shoulder injury, sounds like he's going to be back, hopefully, for week one. George Kittle, sleeper tight end, I think all across the board in fantasy this year hurt his shoulder hopefully he'll be back a week one of the regular season but kind of miss out on preseason and getting in sync there for week one with those guys so you know draft them with that in mind for sure and yeah you know jarek mckinnon tweaked his knee a little bit so definitely hold your breath wait and see how that's gonna pan out in the uh, upcoming weeks here so the other game is the Detroit Lions and Oakland Raiders I mean I didn't take too much away from Detroit Lions carry uh, on Johnson had some nice plays there caught the ball uh, with with pretty relative ease uh, in traffic and then you know on the other side of the ball Oakland Raiders impressed me uh, probably more than any other week one preseason team i guess but just felt like they definitely looked like they were coached well with gruden there at the helm so you know i had uh oakland as one of my you know teams i'm higher on this year compared to most people Uh, they do got a lot of veterans that are getting up there in age so definitely health is uh, the primary factor in whether oakland's a successful football team this year but for week one of the preseason, uh, I was definitely impressed with that. So, you know, with with uh, the you know recap there from what I seen with week one preseason games, gonna go ahead and get into the tight end rankings. Now, tight ends are you know one of the one of the integral parts of your fantasy football lineup. You know, you can either spend a big draft pick and get one of the stud tight ends or You are looking for a sleeper, you know, some guy that comes out of nowhere that can get you, you know, eight points, ten points a week. Uh, If not, you're going to be streaming tight ends all year. It can get frustrating there. You know, you're going to have one guy in and, you know, have another guy on the bench, and the guy on the bench goes off and scores, you know, two touchdowns. And then you flip-flop them, and it's the complete opposite the next week so you know tight end can make a breaker your fantasy team for sure so when I kind of started looking at the tight end rankings this year kind of started getting a little bit of anxiety compared to the other positions because it kind of felt like there wasn't a whole lot out there to choose from and I started you know thinking to myself man how is Rob Gronkowski not a uh, number one uh maybe not number one overall, but first-round pick uh, this year. You know, the way the tight end landscape looked at initial uh, look was, you know, Gronkowski was definitely going to be first-round pick for me, and he has been in the past, so it's not uh, out of bounds by any means. And I'm still contemplating keeping Gronkowski and, you know, down around – You know, 11 12 range, Uh, but I do have to say, once I started looking at the tight end landscape a little bit further, started relieving my anxiety a little bit. There's definitely some guys there that you can still count on, other than Gronkowski. You know, there's still some sleepers out there uh, to take flyers on in the late round. Hopefully, they come through for you and you can rely on them from week to week. So, with that, you know, number one overall, obviously got Rob Gronkowski, a New England Patriots, just been a difference maker in your lineup for, you know, the last several years, you know, if he can stay healthy, that's always kind of the knock on him, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a game changer, he's going to win fantasy football games for you, so, you know, right now I haven't done my top 100 overall, but I could see Rob Gronkowski for me being that difference maker, being in the first round, uh, late first round, definitely early second round. Range, Just think he's that type of player. I mean, it all depends on health, but he was healthy more or less all last year and uh, made a big difference on your fantasy football team. So number two, I got Travis Kelsey. You know, Travis Kelsey, I guess, has a little bit of a question mark behind his name this year because he's got a new quarterback back, Pat Mahomes. Uh, Definitely looking for big things out of Mahomes this year, just – you know, being an explosive quarterback, being able to run and get the ball down the field uh, with relative ease. think Travis Kelsey, you know, still high floor. I mean, you know, if Mahomes surpasses what uh, Alex Smith's level of production was, which the tight end position, Alex Smith always had productive tight ends, especially, you know, Travis Kelsey there. But, you know, maybe even Mahomes is better than Smith and looks to Kelsey even more, and we know Kelsey can make the plays. So, you know, he could be, you know, definitely number two overall uh, preseason ranked tight end, but he could easily finish the season number one overall. You know, maybe he hasn't even hit his ceiling yet, and Mahomes is going to take him there. You know, they call specific plays for him, uh, even – Get him in on running plays and shovel passes uh, when the defense is trying to take him out of the ball game. So, you know, definitely stud tight end you'd love to have on your team. So number three overall got Evan Ingram. Looking at big things from Evan Ingram this year, just think he's just a super athlete, super pass catcher. Uh, I saw just flashes of him last year when he was more or less the only target on the field for. The Giants still out there making plays and trying hard. You know, this year, Giants uh, have a lot of potential with the crazy weapons that they got out there. And you know, Ingram is not gonna be the only weapon. You know, they got Barkley and Odell and Sterling Shepard out there. Uh, but I think that can only help Evan Ingram. You know, get more space in the middle to make plays. Um, more space in the red zone to catch touchdown passes so number three overall got Evan Ingram so number four overall got Kyle Rudolph Kyle Rudolph been super inconsistent or super consistent the last few years you know big red zone threat catching touchdowns uh, big over the middle presence there so really like Kyle Rudolph this year. I'd love to have him on my team. He's been on a team here or there the last couple years. You could really count on him. But, you know, the Vikings offense uh, looked awesome, super efficient. Uh, You know, Kyle Rudolph was productive with Sam Bradford. He was productive last year with uh, Case Keenum. And then, I mean, with Kirk Cousins and the way Cousins looked. Uh, Cousins loves the tight end. Uh, we saw that when he was in Washington. So expecting, uh, you know, same year, maybe even a little better year out of Kyle Rudolph this year. Uh, next up, uh, you got Zach Ertz, you know, probably a little lower on Zach Ertz. think he's got ton of talent. Uh, just kind of worried about the injury bug with him. You know, he was always kind of injury-plagued until last year. You know, more or less played every game last year. But, you know, he's already kind of, Dealing with the injury bug early in preseason this year. Kind of seems like maybe all the Eagles are. So kind of got Ertz. Still think he's a talented player. Could have a really good fantasy year. Just got him number five overall in my rankings. So number six overall in my rankings got Jack Doyle. Uh, with Andrew Luck coming back at quarterback. I mean look for Jack Doyle to just have a huge breakout year. Uh, definitely got him as one of my breakout players. You know, he's been around for a few years now, and we've seen flashes. But, you know, we know how much Andrew Luck looks for his tight end, especially in the red zone. Uh, Jack Doyle can make all the plays, can make the big, you know, 40-yard pass plays in the middle of the field, then also can be a red zone threat. So definitely going to be looking at him um, where he's being drafted right now. I think he's just great value. So uh, next up here, got Greg Olson, number seven overall. Seen Greg Olson have some great years uh, with Carolina Panthers. Uh, you know, he's probably the last tight end that I would be happy with if he was on my team. Uh, you know, him and Cam Newton have had good rapport for many years. Carolina's offense looks to just, you know be super efficient super powerful offense this year looking for big things you know once again out of Greg Olson just getting up there in age got a lot of miles on those tires so you know uber important that Olson stays healthy for him to have a good fantasy year for you but if he uh has a you know stays healthy he's gonna have a great year you know bunch of catches um probably 70 catches you know maybe not too many touchdown passes I don't really think Olsen's too much of a red zone threat but definitely uh, in between the 20s uh, look for Olsen to thrive there so got him at number seven overall so number eight overall Delaney Walker Uh, Delaney Walker's you know right up there you know with one of the consistent tight end for probably last four years maybe even five years there through different quarterbacks he's got Marcus Mariota hopefully you know for the whole year this year Hopefully that offense is going to try to push it a little more, maybe get away from the exotic smash mouth that they've run the last couple years and really go for it, you know, on the offensive end, try to push that ball. So, you know, I think Delaney Walker's, you know, production could go up or down either way. He's definitely going to be in that offense. He's going to get snaps. I think Tennessee will probably look to their wide receivers a little more, uh, especially Corey Davis, try to get the ball to Derrick Henry a little more than they have in the past. Uh, We'll see how that goes for them. I mean, they could try that halfway through the first game, scrap that plan, and go back to hitting Delaney Walker over the middle, and then all, you know, bets are off there. But, you know, got Delaney Walker, number eight overall tight end, Uh, number nine overall tight end, got Jared Cook. Jared Cook, Oakland Raiders, you know, been a big target for Carr the last couple of years. Probably not going to see too many red zone targets, at least he hasn't in the past, but the Raiders have had Michael Crabtree, a good red zone uh, target. So, you know, maybe Jared Cook, you know, especially maybe with Gruden, Gruden there, his red zone targets go up a little bit, uh, but he's a big Threat over the middle of the field in between the 20s. You know, last year earned a lot of respect for Jared Cook. Didn't really know too much about the player, but you know, even when Oakland was kind of out of the playoff picture, kind of injuries had plagued them, uh, Jared Cook was just all over the place, you know, playing his heart out. So, nine overall tight end, Jared Cook. Uh, You know, next up, 10 overall tight end, got George Kittle. Still gonna kind of leave him there because I think. You know, even though he did get injured in the preseason, the outlook was he wasn't going to miss week one. He still, you know, might miss a couple weeks there. Definitely don't want to draft him as your starting tight end if he's going to miss the first couple weeks. But I think uh, throughout for the whole year, I definitely have him uh, right there at my number uh, 10 tight end, George Kittle, I think, with Jimmy Garoppolo and the where that offense looks to go. Uh, you know, when you look at the sample size of the whole year, I definitely think he could be up, be to the number ten tight end as long as he stays healthy. You know, George Kittle, you've seen injuries kind of plagued him last year, and then he's already hurt this year. So, kind of tempered expectations there. Got going to keep him at ten, might move him up or down, uh, depending on what the news comes out regarding uh, his shoulder injury there. So, uh, next up. I got uh, Vance McDonald. Uh, Vance McDonald for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saw him have a couple huge games. Uh, I think probably bank on the same thing from him again this year. I think he's going to have a couple few huge games where he's going to win you the week, uh, and then he's going to have some duds out there. So, you know, draft him with that in mind. He's going to be one of those boomer bust tight ends. But I think, you know, at the end of the year, I definitely think he'll have, you know, a top, in uh definitely top 15 numbers at the tight end position. So, next up number 12 uh got Jimmy Graham. Uh Jimmy Graham's playing for the Green Bay Packers this year. I don't know. I mean, definitely seen Jimmy Graham make plenty of plays over the years, but you know, kind of never seen a Green Bay tight end be super productive and able to rely on for fantasy purposes. So Jimmy Graham's super talented. Maybe Aaron Rodgers tries to get him more involved or maybe he just morphs into what we've are always seen out of the Green Bay tight end. Kinda wait and see there. But the reason for Jimmy Graham a little bit lower on my rankings there. So Number thirteen overall tight end got Jordan Reed. Uh Jordan Reed seen him be really good uh, and throughout the years, uh, kind of lump him in with Jimmy Graham. I mean, both those guys have been super productive, talented, tight ends. Uh, and I still think they are, but definitely Injury Bug has plagued Jordan Reed throughout the years. You know, he's got a new quarterback this year, also with Alex Smith. Now, in the past, Alex Smith's always looked to his tight end, uh, quite a bit. Who was Travis Kelsey, another talented tight end. So could maybe expect the same this year from Alex Smith. Jordan Reed's just got to stay healthy. Uh, he, You know, I got him at number 13 overall tight end, but could easily see him moving up the draft board really fast once we see some Alex Smith to Jordan Reed connection there. So number 14 overall, got Trey Burton, uh, Bears free agent acquisition there. Trey Burton, super a- athletic tight end. Saw him make some sweet plays in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. Uh, expecting big things, you know, from Trey Burton this year uh, in the Bears' offense. Uh, I know they the Bears signed him to make plays for him. Uh, you know, just the way things are going with the Bears, the way I, pers- uh, you know, prospect their season to go would be to – you know, play winning football, try to control the clock, try to not push the ball down the field as much as some of the other teams. So I think with that all in mind, you know, no matter how often they go to Trey Burton, it can only be so much with how I'm projecting the Bears' offense to be. You know, I definitely think, you know, 50 catches is in play for Trey Burton. Uh, That's probably a high side. Maybe seven touchdowns, but Trubisky's going to have to start showing us something. Uh, but, and, you know, also the Bears drafted Adam Sh- Shaheen last year. Figured he'll play a little bit, spell Burton maybe. Maybe they'll run two tight end sets. So, you know, I think Burton is a talented player. Could see him getting, uh, you know, a lot of catches this year. Uh, have a good year. Just temper expectations there because uh, we haven't seen it. So. Number fifteen overall tight end, David Njoku. Uh, awesome play with uh, Tyrod in the preseason. Man, he looked like a beast. Uh, Njoku, uh, you know, especially with Josh Gordon sitting out, I think Njoku is going to be a top ten tight end. Now, if Josh Gordon comes back, hard to tell. It could help his cause. You know, help him get more open space over the middle in the red zone. Or it could also take targets away, maybe a little bit of both. But, you know, I would say if Josh Gordon doesn't come back, depending on what we hear from him, I could see Njoku being top 10 tight end there. But right now uh, I've got David Njoku at 15. A very talented, super big dude, you know, expecting a lot of things out of Cleveland this year. So, you know, got him at number 15, but he could be shooting up. Uh, real quick, depending on what we see the rest of the preseason and the news we get about Josh Gordon, uh, just the same here. So, uh, number 16, Tyler Eifert. You know, Eifert's burnt me several times, but you can't really deny that when he's in the game and he's playing, he's always a threat to score a touchdown. You know, got him number 16 overall. So, you are you know, unless you're in a super big league, you're probably not going to draft him as you're starting tight end. But, you know, if you maybe draft somebody – that's got a little bit more risk involved, like a George Kittle or Vance McDonald, Jordan Reed, one of those guys. Maybe you want to try to snag Tyler Eifert in the last round or something so he can catch a couple touchdown passes for you before he inevitably gets hurt there. So number 17, I got Austin Hooper. I think Hooper will have some big games. I think he'll have some bust games think he'll be inconsistent obviously i think the falcons offense is expected to do big things just with all those weapons there uh, in a, in atlanta it's hard to say that hooper is going to be anything more than a streaming tight end this year uh okay uh next up you know i didn't really rank these guys just a few guys i kind of want to talk a little bit about but don't forget about ben watson you know he's the saints tight end when he's played, when he's been healthy, uh, he's been productive. Drew Brees' tight ends always kind of productive, so look to him. You know, uh, if you need to as a streaming tight end, as long as he's healthy, he's always a threat to catch a touchdown uh, when he's in the ball game. So next up, next guy I want to talk about Austin Austin Severian Jenkins. Saw him kind of just been a volatile player throughout the years, but he's on Jacksonville Jaguars now. Jacksonville Jaguars has never really had a super productive tight end, but I don't think they've ever had one as talented as Austin to Severian Jenkins. You know, also with Tom Coughlin, you know, calling in shots there, you got to think Severian Jenkins has his head on straight. I think he's a very talented player, make big plays. So I definitely got him as a sleeper this year at the tight end position. Uh, next up, guy, I want to talk about Garrett Selleck backup tight end for the 49ers you know if George Kittle's out for any amount of time you got to think Garrett Selleck's going to be productive uh, for the 49ers with them pushing the ball up and down the field next guy uh, I want to talk a little bit Uh, don't forget about Charles Clay you know Buffalo's offense actually looked halfway decent the other night still don't expect too much from them but don't forget about Charles Clay Uh, Virgil Green he's still the starting tight end for the San Diego Chargers haven't heard anything about Antonio Gates coming back so you know expect uh, Virgil Green to get some play you know we've seen the San Diego Chargers tight end be relevant for fantasy in the past so he's the guy so you know gotta mention his name for sure so Hayden Hurst the other guy out of Baltimore rookie saw him make a couple plays in preseason game there when he played the bears uh you know jackson baltimore's tight end has always been productive for fantasy as long as they stayed healthy i don't know maybe it's something with flacco he likes to get tight ends healthy but wanted to mention hayden Hurst. uh next up a couple guys ryan griffin steven anderson saw both those guys productive both of them were productive when deshaun watson was in playing football for the texans last year Definitely Deshaun Watson's healthy this year, expecting the Texans to have one of the most prolific prolific offenses in the NFL. So both are one of those tight ends uh, could, you know, become really uh, relevant for fantasy football purposes. So next up, old Jake Butt for Denver Broncos. Talented guy in college, made a lot of plays for, you know, in college. Kind of battled energy injuries since he's come to the nfl but but seeing case keenum really uh make kyle rudolph relevant uh, last year at the tight end position so jake butt could be a name that you're hearing a couple weeks into the fantasy football season for sure so uh, the last guy i'm going to mention is dallas go dirt Ga- dallas sherbert uh you know all jokes aside they're uh Zach Ertz is kind of dealing with injuries already. They Philadelphia Eagles drafted Dallas uh, go dirt to make, you know, take uh, Trey Burton's place, saw Trey Burton make plays when he was with Philly. so I would expect the same thing out of Dallas when he gets a chance. and then if Ertz is battling injury there, look for Dallas to you know be a productive tight end uh, you know later on the year depending on what happens with Ertz there. So, uh, you know, with that, that's the tight end preview. You know, I hope everybody's finding the videos fun and interactive. Definitely let me know if anybody's got any suggestions there, working on getting the fantasy football page up and going. Fantasy Bro Sport dot uh, com. Then I have it up as soon as I can. Hopefully later tonight. Then I put my rankings out there so everybody can access those. Definitely excited about the upcoming football season. Excited about my rankings. Got some great ideas for the upcoming shows. Uh, please uh, share the videos. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, got also got a podcast now on Spotify. I haven't got approved yet by. Uh, the iTunes but hopefully it'll be coming soon but yeah definitely get on Spotify check out the podcast also got post a link uh, to the podcast if you don't have access to Spotify as well Um, you know follow us on Twitter at bro underscore fantasy also got a Facebook page Uh, yeah share the posts if you have any uh, questions for me I'd like to start answering some questions on the videos and podcasts there so uh yep everybody have a great rest of your day thank you all for listening uh for fantasy bro sports and luke eccles bye